I understand the difference between financial stress and emotional stress and boyfriend stress. And like, I'm running, need to run from danger stress, but in the body, like the body doesn't know the difference. Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. Today, I am finally recording with one of my beautiful clients slash nutritionists, Jordana. And you guys all know Jordana because Jordana has been on the podcast before. Just to let you know, Jord, this is the first time I've had a double guest on, like two oh. times. So <laughs> I'm so nap, honored. Nap, Thank nap. you. <laughs> <laughs> and today, we're going to talk about the cleanse. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you're like, what are you talking about? So basically back in, oh gosh, I don't know when I started because it was such a kerfuffle to get all the <laughs> all the supplements here, but maybe it was in June or July, June, I think, June. And um, I started a cleanse and the reason I did it personally was for my skin. I was so fed up with where my skin was. I've struggled with acne for like my whole life. And I was like, let's just nip this in the butt and do a four-month cleanse. (laughs) And also I was doing it with my partner who was doing it for his own health reasons. So I did a four-month cleanse, which which ended up actually being five months, which was no dairy, no sugar, no gluten, no coffee, no alcohol, no oil. And a lot of you guys were like, like, actually, what the fuck? Like, how did you do that? How did you feel? What was your experience like? you know, what were the changes you saw in your body and how did you stay consistent with it? And, you know, I can talk about that and talk about like emotionally what happened to me, but I'm so grateful to have Jordana here with me because Jordana is really good at explaining the science and like how this is changing my body, what's coming out of my body (laughs) and um, really get into the science. So Thank you for being here, Jordan. I'm so excited to get into this with you. So for anyone who doesn't want know yet who you are, like I'm going to actually recommend that everyone goes and listens to episode 36 after this episode to listen to Jordan Noel's full story because after this episode, you're going to be in love with her like everyone. <laughs> so listen to her full story there, but just as like a top line, introduce yourself for the people that maybe they haven't um, heard our last episode. Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess I'll give you my like five second to 30 second pitch, but um, essentially my name is Jordana. I'm a holistic nutritionist and a hypnotherapist. And um, my story started when I was younger. I was overweight. I was bullied. Um, It caused me a lot of emotional distress. I went on my first diet when I was eight years old. And um, I got received a lot of validation from the people around me. Like people started to say, oh, now we can see how beautiful your face is. And I really just learned in that moment that um, being thin meant I was lovable and being overweight meant I wasn't. So this kind of catapulted into years of like self-sabotage, yo-yo dieting, addictions, substance abuse. And then I got pregnant when I was really young. Um, I was 22 and I got pregnant 23 when I had my son and I had to be sober, right? So when it was in that, those moments of sobriety that I kind of looked back on my life and I was like, well, what the fuck happened here? And then also I was left with my one addiction, which is where it all started. And that was food. So 
I, I really vowed then I gained like 80 pounds in pregnancy. And I vowed then that I would get, understand my, my addiction to food and understand like food disorders. So I went to become a nutritionist and I learned so much more than just nutrition. So this is really where I learned about like the functional medicine aspect of things. So um, here I learned how the body works, body metabolism, but more though, so than metabolism, like the three reasons why the body gets unbalanced, right? Because we're not born sick. Like some people are, and for sure it's a rare occurrence, but some people are born with like very serious genetic disorders. But if you're not born with it, even if it's in your genes, it has to be expressed somehow. So we can pretty much avoid sickness for our entire lives as long as we keep the body balanced. So it was really in this experience becoming a holistic nutritionist that I learned about how what what makes the body tick and how to get it, how to recover from chronic disease and reverse um, disorders. So um, after that, I graduated as valedictorian. I worked uh, for a medical doctor in a medical clinic, um, an obesity clinic for three to four years. And there I saw the same type of person, like nobody wakes up and they're like, hi, I want to be obese. So I became really obsessed with understanding the motivation behind people's behaviors and not just, you know, we all know an apple's healthy than a chocolate bar, but we but we still choose a chocolate bar anyway. So I really wanted to understand what motivates people to self-sabotage. And so I went back to school to do my master's and PhD in neuropsychology. And now my whole program and my whole practice is really in brain behavior activity. So I focus a lot on like gut health and mental health, uh, mental health and nutrition. And then there's the food psychology portion of my practice and there's the detox portion of my practice. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. And I know I've heard your story a few times, but every time it just lights me up. I'm like, yes, amen, sister. So thank you so much for sharing that. And that really prefaces like the context of why you are so like eligible to talk on this subject here and tell us why, like what's happening in the body, what's happening, you know, like internally and how that affects our thoughts and our brain behaviors and something. And like literally why it, me and Jordan actually, why I originally started working with you, um, was how you talk about mental health and the physical body and how that, you know, cause I think a lot of the times, like we'll just focus on either the physical body or the mental health. And the thing that I've really been learning over the past year is how they are like one in the same and how one affects the other. And we'll get into that more of like what I noticed in the cleanse, how, when I actually healed my organs, <laughs> my mental health, issues went away so that's so cool okay so I have some notes here kind of like what I want to talk to you guys about so I want to mention like why I did it and like I said I had been struggling with acne um for a majority of my life and also like digestion issues so like constant bloating indigestion um just high food sensitivity I feel like I would eat like an almond and be bloated and I was so frustrated with that. And I think especially living in Bali, everyone is so fit. Everyone is wearing bikinis everywhere. Like you can't hide anything here. <laughs> it's like you see everything. And so I think I was just, it just pushed me over the edge of like, I just want to feel confident in my body and I want to feel good in my body. Cause when I feel like bloated and icky, it affects how I think it affects my energy levels. It just affects everything. And last year was really about taking everything to the next level and everything that wasn't working for me, get rid of. And so for me, this cleanse felt like the best avenue, um, you know, with the guidance of you, obviously, but you were kind of like, you know what, this is 
parasites. This is candida. Like if we heal that, we will heal all these issues. So I was like, okay, what's a parasite? I don't know, but let's do it. (laughs) So I kind of went in just like kind of blind, like not knowing what to expect. But I think that's the best way in terms of, I I actually did have a friend who did it, but sure her like, you know, transformation was so inspiring to me that I was like, yes, let's do this. So I kind of want to talk about what it entailed. And Jordan, I kind of want you to talk about this because you know more about that than I do, even though I did it, but you know more of like the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I will start by saying that I had my own experience with like parasites and candida. And a lot of this was happening when I was in school studying nutrition. So we learn all about like the pathogens in the body. And I'm like, oh my God, I have this symptom. I have this one. I've always had this one. And so I'm kind of like self-diagnosing, right? And then I learned about putting protocols together. So I put together my first parasite and candida protocol when I was still in school. And it was an absolute disaster. Like it, I, I was almost hospitalized. My whole face turned green for like, it was really, really bad. I couldn't stand up. Like it was just such a disaster. So, and this is because I just didn't understand how to strategically detox, which is how I'm going to lead into explaining how this specific detox work works and why I use this one. So, I mean, you could, anybody could go and pick up like an anti-parasitic kit from like a health food store or an anti-candida kit, or um, even one supplement that's like caprylic acid or something like that, that's going to tackle these pathogens, but until you really understand how the body functions and all of the different elimination systems in the body, it's not going to be effective long-term. It's kind of like slapping a bandaid on it and just like calling it a day, right? And so you might alleviate some symptoms initially, but then they will continue to come back because a lot of these infections are very deep in the organs and then it becomes intracellular. So like we have every cell in our body has this intracellular fluid that surrounds it. And those pathogens release toxins and live inside the fluid in between the cells. So even if you're taking something like caprylic acid or like wormwood for parasites, like you're not really getting into that like nitty gritty of how the body functions. So this specific detox is literally the only one that I have found that works. I'm always open to learn more. So I'm not saying it's the only one in the entire world that works. However, like I've tried everything and I did candida and parasite cleansing on myself for like two, almost three years with no, like no alleviation of symptoms. And it wasn't until I did this like four month functional detox that everything went away. And I was like, this is like, this is really, really effective. Um, so this, the company that I use, it's called Cellcore and it's all pharmaceutical grade. So you can't just like order off their shelves. You can't just like, um, order something as a as a regular client, you'd have to find a practitioner and that practitioner often has to be a medical doctor. So one of the only reasons why I even have access to this is because I worked with a doctor for so long. So it really is, you really want to find a practitioner and you can always request to work with one um, to have somebody to back you up. But again, and this is just to be really safe because detox can actually be quite dangerous. So the way that this detox works is like it's split into four stages. And then depending on what type of parasites I see, I might extend it for an additional month or like even sometimes two additional months. So the first month is really tackling all of the areas of elimination. So we have seven areas of elimination. Like a lot of people think of our detox organs, we're like, oh, the liver, the bowels, but there's actually seven of them. So there's the liver, the bowels, the kidneys, um, the lymph, the blood, the respiratory system, and the skin system. 
So if you're somebody who's experiencing skin issues like Marley, you were, then that tells me that there are one of the elimination or more of the elimination systems are blocked up and it's now coming out in your skin. So when we do a detox, we really want to make sure all of these pathways are open because if we just start to tackle pathogens and release all these toxins from our liver, they can circulate and they're not ever going to get out, which is what happened to me, which is why I got so sick. So the first month is really dedicated to, I call it opening the doors. So essentially we're going to open up all the doors, areas of elimination so that when we get to the tackling the pathogens in the second and third month, it becomes so much easier to actually get rid of them. So we're not just like releasing pathogens into the body and like, like not getting them out type thing. So the first month is opening the doors. The second month is really addressing like candida and parasites, um, specific types of parasites. So those are mostly like the microscopic ones. And then the third month we tackle nematodes. So nematodes are like the larger parasites. So these are the ones that like look like worms <laughs> and that are like really terrifying. And typically um, if you are somebody with hormonal imbalances in the third month, you'll see parasites come out in your menstrual cycle, um, which is typically hookworm, but it could be um, ascaris or it could be other types of worms as well. And then the fourth month is just kind of like getting rid of all the extra debris and then sealing up the gut. Okay. Amazing. So let's hop right in. What's a parasite? <laughs> Good question. So when we talk about pathogens, a pathogen is anything that comes into the body and compromises the way that it functions. Okay. Um, and this is like, I'm talking about something that is living. Okay. That it, in order for it to be a pathogen, it has to be like living. We have bacteria. Our whole body is lined with bacteria. And that includes like yeast type bacteria like candida. Um, it includes like viral type of bacteria. However, parasites are very different. So parasites are called parasites because they're not supposed to be there. So when we talk about somebody with like a candida infection or a bacterial infection, like we have bacteria in our body, we, they are supposed to be there in certain ratios. Like they're not supposed to grow out of control. A parasite has no place in the body. It's not supposed to be there. And so when we are exposed to parasites and our par like our body allows parasites to proliferate, um, it really takes over many of our systems and creates more co-infections. So if we can view the body as kind of open real estate, we should have about 90 to 10% good bacteria to bad bacteria. And when I talk about bad bacteria, I'm talking about like the yeast type, like candida. So candida is not great to have in excess, but it does serve a purpose in the body. It's supposed to be there. And when we have the whole body, 90% of the body covered with good bacteria, it like protects the land. Like, And so then if we do things like we take brands of antibiotics or we have moments of stress, we open up free real estate and that's when bad bacteria and parasites can come in and proliferate and kind of like camp out. Okay, amazing. So do we all have parasites? This is a great question. And my true belief is we absolutely all do just because they are so prevalent in our environment. And this is one of the reasons why when you go on vacation, you might pick up a parasite and get like traveler's diarrhea or food poisoning. So in every ecosystem, we are, we have our own types of parasites. So we have lots of parasites in our, like I'm in Canada. So in my Canadian ecosystem that don't take over my body and cause traveler's diarrhea because I'm not immune to them, but I'm accustomed to them. Whereas like there are certain types of parasites in Africa that people naturally have to protect them from other parasites. So like it gets kind of interesting. And so 
everybody, everybody has parasites. It's whether your body allows them to grow out of control and take over your organs. And that's when we start to see symptoms. So if we have a weak immune system, that would allow the parasites to proliferate. But we are exposed to parasites so easily, like even just being on the subway and holding the bar, like most parasites start out microscopic. So you would never be able to tell. And the most common place you get parasites is from like unwashed lettuce. So it's like, I mean, I'm sure we've all not washed our lettuce A or B, gone to a restaurant where they have it or like even ice. Like, and so it's not a question of whether or not you have them. It's a question of whether your body's able to like keep them in check and like kill them right off the bat or if the body allows them to grow. Okay, love that. Because I remember when I first learned about parasites, I didn't really know what they were until you explained it. And I was so freaked out. Um, But it made so much sense to me. And it kind of was like, I feel like the missing piece that I never learned about of, because I could not figure out for the life of, life of me, what was going on with my skin. I did everything. I went to every, not obviously everything, but I literally like Chinese medicine, dermatologist, like homeopathy, acupuncture, like energy healing. Everyone's like, "Mm, don't know. (laughs) And then parasites was kind of like that missing piece that no one likes talking about. But I mean, my skin's not perfect right now, but it's dramatically dramatically better than what it used to be and so what are the symptoms I don't know if you can answer this but what are some symptoms that people might have that shows that they potentially have parasites yeah absolutely that's a really great question I actually just recently did a post about this so I'm just gonna pull that up so I don't forget anything um but I mean there's so many there's so many more than this but if you have if you're somebody who has skin issues and digestive issues together like just assume parasites like that's like you just honestly assume it but there are some other like very classic signs of parasites so like anal itching like having an itchy bum hole that's that's a big one uh chronic infections so chronic yeast infections chronic UTIs and those just to be clear the yeast infections and the UTIs are not like not from a parasite, but if they're chronic, it means that the immune system's so weak, they keep coming back and it, they're often co-infections with parasites. So I just assume if you have reoccurring infections like that, we need to treat for parasites as well. Um, also uh, constipation and diarrhea. So like those digestive disorders, bloating, especially after meals. If you have a stomach that gurgles a lot, that's a sign of parasites, pain in the stomach, blood in the stool, um, sugar cravings is a huge one, especially because parasites steal all all of your minerals and like all of your like all of the good stuff so you left you're left feeling like exhausted but you're hungry all the time um acid reflux is a big one itchy skin so like psoriasis eczema any of those things uh, hives like reoccurring hives, brain fog, teeth grinding is a big one. And then also too if like your symptoms get worse at night or around a full moon like for sure parasites. Yeah, because they they populate and like mate during the full moon, right? They do. They actually come out. So oftentimes we're exposed to parasites. <laughs> when we first are exposed to parasites, it's usually through our digestive system. And then, and we actually have mechanisms in our stomach to sterilize them, right? So like our hydrochloric acid is designed to kill them. But if we are even a little bit stressed, our hydrochloric acid goes down to 60%. And so even if we're like eating on the go or whatever, like we have no, we have no protection. (laughs) Like we just basically let whatever in. And so um, parasites are often start in the digestive system and then 
you either let them in or you don't. And if you do, they go into the digestive tract, like the intestines. And then from there, they travel to other organs. So like the liver, the ovaries, the brain, the lungs. And so when they're kind of hidden in those other organs around the full moon, all of them come out to play, to mate. And they like come out and mate and then they go back to their organs. Is everyone disturbed? Because when I first learned about this, I was like, I need a freaking like, traumatic group counseling for learning about parasites okay like someone needs to start this because I was traumatized (laughs) and I don't even want to get into what came out because (laughs) that's a whole other podcast um so for anyone listening at home that's like okay yep I have all these symptoms and again we're not saying like I don't think and I'm sorry to speak for you but that doesn't necessarily mean you have like I mean everyone does I think but I wouldn't run to like freak out about it um, because everyone has it. But if they're kind of feeling like intuitively, okay, this is something that feels like I have. Is there anything at home? Like, of course, doing the cleanses, like the creme de la creme. But if they just right now, is there any at home remedies that we can use to kind of combat the, you know, the mating and the (laughs) everything that's (laughs) happening? Yeah, there's actually tons of stuff. Like, I mean, we have to remember that before we had cleanses, like people got rid of parasites, right? Like parasites have been around for as long as we have, right? So there's tons of at-home remedies. It's just like, it is more of a band-aid approach until you can get something that's like long-term. But there's a lot of anti-parasitic foods. So like papaya seeds are very anti-parasitic. And I know I've even, like, it was like a big trend on TikTok for a little while. But like what I'll do with, or what I recommend with my clients is that they take the papaya seeds out and they like, if you've ever seen a papaya seed, you know, it's like covered in gel. Um, So you'll want to like break down the the gel and let them dry. And then you can almost use it as because they're kind of peppery. So you can use it as like pepper, right? Like you can put the little things. Yeah, I guess I never gave you that tip. But (laughs) but like uh, papaya seeds are really anti-parasitic. Pumpkin seeds are very anti-parasitic. It's like, it's like almost like eating shards of glass for parasites, um, which I find is really interesting. And pumpkin seeds are delicious. And they're also like super high in zinc and minerals. Um, You can also do things like enemas at home. And and you can even put like some anti-parasitic herbs in the enemas. Taking certain types of probiotics will help and others won't. Others will make it worse. Um, So a Saccharomyces boyardii is a good one. Taking digestive enzymes um, before you eat will help to kill the parasites as well as eating things that are bitter. So any of the bitter foods are just like naturally antiparasitic. So like dandelion greens is a good one. Uh, Parsley, cilantro. These are all like antiparasitic herbs, oregano. Um, So you can always use those ones. Okay. That is great tips. Thank you. Um, So I just want to hop over because I think the biggest, one of the questions that I got was like, what part had the biggest impact? And obviously like what the, like overall what the cleanse entailed was just like those dietary restrictions. I don't even want to call them restrictions, just like what I had to do. <laughs> and then, um, cause Jordana and which I love about you, you're not about like restricting at all. So, and I have had ex- like a history of eating disorders. So when I restrict something, it can feel very triggering for me, but throughout the program, like I was still able to eat fruit. Like it didn't feel restrictive at all for me actually, which for me made it easy for me to do. So I'm very grateful for that. Cause I know there's some, cause actually let me just tell this story <laughs> because um, 
it was a couple years ago I did a candida cleanse on my own and maybe like 2017 because I was like listening to all the podcasts and everyone's like talking about candida and I was like oh my god I totally have this and so I went to the like just like a health food store and I got a candida cleanse thing and after so what Jordana said which was really important is that the first step of a cleanse you have to open the doors so the um the pathogens and can actually exit so what happened and this is I'm Jordana um connected the dots for me I didn't realize this until I I talked to Jordana and told her this um but basically when I did the cleanse I didn't do it properly because those cleanses for three days are actually probably more detrimental would you agree absolutely you're okay yeah I won't explain why I'll let you finish but absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah, I had no idea. Like, well, uh, I'm doing something great for my body. Hell no. Literally after that, I had this crazy rash all over my body. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? I had to go to the hospital. I had to go to ER. No one knew. It was like an insane rash head to toe. And it, it wasn't itchy. It wasn't painful, but it just looked crazy. And I was so self-conscious. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't go to work. It was traumatizing that I had to drive to Toronto at 4 a.m. to be able to go to a dermatologist because in Canada you can't go to a dermatologist if they book it like months in advance and so I had to go to the one clinic in Canada that actually does day of appointments like walk-in dermatologist appointments and this was like a week of having no answers freaking out thinking I was basically dying and I didn't know it was anything to do with the cleanse because obviously in my mind I'm like oh I see candida cleanse that's great for me um I went there and the minute I walked in, he was like, oh, this is psoriasis. Literally never had psoriasis in my life. There's no history of psoriasis in my body or sorry, in my family. And it, anyways, he gave me a cream and it went away, but it was so traumatizing. And I, I just never realized what that came from. And Jordan was like, you do realize that's because you didn't properly detox. And I was like, oh, not doing that again. Just going to take a quick break to tell you about something so exciting. So you guys, I launched my one-to-one coaching only twice a year. And guess what? We're in enrollment phase right freaking now. So what is my one-to-one coaching and who is it for? My one-to-one coaching is for anyone who is hoping to build a life of financial time and location freedom. You want to build and grow your business You want to be able to work from anywhere in the world, have location freedom, and heal your money um, beliefs once and for all. If you want to double your business, find your passion, um, create systems and strategies that allow you to grow and scale beyond a life you've ever imagined, this is for you. So I only work with people who are ready, who want to go to the next level and are ready to commit to this next level version of them. So if that sounds like you and you want someone in your corner to cheer you on, to hold you accountable and to give you advice and tips on literally exactly how to make your dreams a reality, then check out the link in my bio. It's to apply to join my one-to-one coaching and there's more information there. Um, I highly recommend that you read the testimonials of past um, clients who I've worked with to see that the success that they've been through, you know, hitting their first 10K months, hitting their first 20K months, um, you know, increasing their income 700%. This has all happened and even just clients who've just started their freedom business and now run a business that 
allowed them to quit their um, nine to five job. All my babes who started with me last cohort who were still working nine to five have all quit and now they're self-sustained. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, so excited. So if you want to learn more, check out the link in my bio. It feels like a hell yes. Um, I welcome you to apply. And if you have any more questions, please message me on Instagram. I'm so happy to answer them. All right, babes, back to the episode. But it was so traumatizing. I I just never realized what that came from. And Jordan was like, you do realize that's because you didn't properly detox. And I was like, oh, not doing that again. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's a perfect example of why you want to open the doors. But essentially, like if you ask the body, like, so these antiparasitic herbs are like really powerful and anti-candida herbs too. Like they're like garlic is really, sorry, just going back to the other question, garlic is really anti-parasitic and anti-candida. So, um, but if, when you're taking it in like such an intent, like a capsule where it's like the active constituent is derived and it's like, it's, it's heightened. It's like, it's very potent when you're taking it at that level. Like you, you take it in your body and your body has all this, like all these pathogens. And so it kills the pathogens and the pathogens release something called die off symptoms. And so they release like an abundance of toxins, often ones that they were holding onto. And the body's like freaking out. The body's like, how, like, what is going on? It goes into a detox crisis, which is called a Herxheimer reaction. Um, and so when you don't detox properly, when you don't open the doors, these Herxheimer reactions can be anything. It could be like psoriasis. I've had people where their hair fell out in like a two day period, which is like terrifying, right? Uh, for me, like whole face is green, can't stand up, can't like feel like I'm going to puke all day. Uh, but yeah, it does like, it just depends on where your weak spots are. So for you, like your detox pathways are not very strong in your skin. Like that's why, like, even though I have parasites in candida, I've never had issues with my skin. Uh, but that was your weak spot. My weak spot is my liver. So like when I didn't detox properly, my face turned green because it was the bile, the, blo- the blo- blocked up bile. So yeah, like it just depends on where your weak spots are in your body. Wait, do you have a photo of your face being green? Because I need to see that. I will definitely look for one. <laughs> I'm going to make it the cover of this bad. episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time I like I Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so thank you so much for explaining this. See, this is why you're here. So you can explain what's going on because I I don't know. I, I have no idea what's happening. Um, this is why we need you. Um, okay, so I'm going to pivot just a second here. And what I want to talk about next is alcohol because alcohol is such an interesting topic for me because for me, alcohol has just been such a big part of my life, which sounds in a negative way, but I don't mean it negatively. I just mean like socially, like on the weekends, going out with friends. That was a big thing that I would do and, and having fun. And like, I related it to fun, but based like basically at the end of, or like at, basically at the start of last year, I realized that it, it was not serving me. I would wake up. I would just be so hungover. Like I, my hangovers would last from like Sunday till Wednesday. And if you guys know me, that is not my vibe. <laughs> like my vibe is high and like productive and working doing all the things I love, working out, moving. And so just, I feel like it went against my values, which sounds so intense, but I would just get, I would just be so mad. I'm like, oh, I'm so hungover. I'm so low vibe. This is not working for me. And, but, but honestly, like majority of my friend group here, this is like, this is a big part of our life. And if you haven't been to Bali before, but Changu is very much like social drinking. Like it's just a big part of the culture here, I would say. And so the idea of not drinking for four months was actually something that I really had to consider. And I know that sounds, again, 
probably not the best thing to say, but I'm just being honest with you guys. And so I remember talking to Jordan. I'm like, you know what? This is out of my comfort zone because, you know, I feel like I'm not going to see my friends as much and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be worried to go to events and not drinking because it's definitely a crutch for me in social settings of like, sometimes I get a little bit of social anxiety and I'm like, woohoo, have a drink and I'm good, <laughs> which is not healthy. Like I need to face these fears, which I did. Um, and so when I stopped drinking for five months, my anxiety went away, my productivity like quadrupled. I was so much happier. My vibe was higher. And I feel like since I did that, then I would also notice people who I look up to who actually don't drink. And they talk about it. Like, obviously, I I always talk about Tony Robbins. He doesn't drink. Um, like, I don't know. Everyone that I look up to doesn't drink. And I was like, okay, success leaves clues. There's something here. And so I think a big thing for me, though, was honestly the anxiety piece. And I do talk to a lot of people who will have the same thing. They're like, okay, alcohol is really affecting me because like, I really don't get out of that funk until like a Wednesday. And you know me, my, my mantra, my mission is like to inspire and motivate. And that kind of goes against the whole vibe. And Jordana, you explained this to me once. And I'm so excited you're here to explain it. Cause I try to explain it to people I meet. And I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing this <laughs> justice. So can you explain to me why when I stop drinking alcohol, my anxiety goes away. Also, how come when I stop drink when I stop eating gluten and I stop eating dairy, my anxiety also goes away? And what I specifically want to talk about, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of reasons, but for me, the really interesting thing that you explained to me was the nervous system and how we're in flight or fight, even if we eat things that aren't in alignment for us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start with the drinking and then I'll get to the gluten and dairy. Cause they're actually, there's like, I mean, they're both the same thing, but like, there's two different ways to explain it. So the first thing, like, and my first clue with what you said was you said it before and then you reiterated it. So I'm glad you did, but you were like, it would take me days to get out of the funk. And so if this is some, if this is something you're experiencing, if you have intolerance to alcohol, where your hangovers are so bad, or you have like a drink and you feel hungover already, specifically with like wine or beer, um, then it's a really, really like telltale sign that you've got it's often candida um, and candida is a co-infection with a bunch of other pathogens. But the reason why it's so it affects you so much is because candida in itself is going to release a die off symptom. So like all the pathogens we have in our body kind of like off gas, <laughs> it's like they kind of like release these like gases um, as they survive. And, uh, and it, it's one of the reasons why we feel like shit. I call this feel like shit syndrome. Like we just walk around feeling like shit all the time. And we like, don't even know why. Um, and it's because we have these pathogens that like off gas these toxins. So one of the toxins that candida off gases is, is acetyl aldehyde, which is the converted version of alcohol. So when you drink alcohol, you drink it, it goes to your liver, it goes straight to your blood, then your liver like detoxes it and it creates acetyl aldehyde. So it's like the intermediate and that's what gives you the hangover. So you don't actually walk around feeling drunk all the time. You walk around feeling like a little bit hungover. And so if you already have like a bias to candida in your body, then when you drink, it's just going to create even more candida and more of that acetaldehyde, which is going to make you feel awful. And when we talk about like the way that anxiety is related to anything that happens in our gut, like we have specific microbes in our gut that are responsible for creating our happy neurochemicals. And some of those things are like, um, you know, serotonin, dopamine, but some of them are like GABA or anti-inflammatory neurochemicals that 
keep inflammation down. And so now that's kind of like explaining the alcohol, but then from a dairy and gluten and alcohol perspective in the nervous system, we have this catecholamine, it's called fractalkin and the um, fractalkin basically regulates inflammation levels. So um, Dr. Paul Saladino was like the neuroscientist who totally coined this whole thing, but he talks about how every single nervous system disorder, depression, PTSD, anxiety, schizophrenia, whatever it is, all are related to fractalkin and inflammation in the brain. So he calls it brain inflammation. And essentially fractalkin is like this catecholamine that lives there. And when fractalkin seeks cortisol constantly, fractalkin turns off and then all of the pro-inflammatory chemicals increase. So when we have pathogens in our body, we have the brain, the spinal cord, and the peripheral nerves that like extend out and sense things. So if you have like negative pathogens in the body, then the peripheral nerves are gonna extend out and it's gonna be like, hey, something's here. And it's gonna send a message back up to the brain. The brain's gonna be like, gotta get rid of it. And then it's gonna, high alert, let's produce cortisol. So if you have pathogens in the body, this is happening constantly. So you're always in the fight or flight. And if cortisol, it's always heightened. Fractalkin is always off and that's pro-inflammatory in the brain. And when we have brain inflammation, we have nervous system disorders. And when we eat things like gluten and dairy, those automatically cause inflammation within the gut and that sends it to the brain. So it's like this constant cycle of brain inflammation, which leads to the nervous system disorder. So if we take out the dairy, take out the gluten, take out the alcohol from the diet, the body's just a lot less inflamed. There's less cortisol happening. And so that's probably why when you took all these things out, you're like, holy shit, I have a clear head. There's no more brain fog. I don't feel like shit all the time. Absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing that. And just from like, I want to say like a consumer perspective and someone who, you know, struggles with anxiety, I always thought something was wrong with me. And like, there's something wrong with my brain. And I think I hear that from a lot of people with anxiety. And it's just like, so funny to me that I'm like, oh, well, if I just stop eating gluten, I stop eating dairy. It's not, it's those things that are affecting me it's not me and so the way I kind of feel it is like and just to describe it on like the most simple level and how I feel how this works in my body is like my body is a temple (laughs) and then when I ingest poison because for me like gluten and dairy and alcohol is basically poison for me and so when it goes into my body my body goes high alert high alert something's happening something's happening like we need like let's go into overdrive my whole body's like fuck what's happening and then I'm associating with like oh my god the world is about to end something really bad's gonna happen to me and I'm like making it external about like oh this thing in business I'm worried about this thing in business or with my partner like something's happening here or just like making crazy stories up in my head around like the worst case scenario happening because my brain is inflamed I guess and it's like okay well we're just gonna freak out and make the worst case scenario happen we're just gonna ruminate on that but it's not actually the external things that are the issue. It's actually the fact that my body is in high alert and your brain doesn't make you a liar. So the brain is going to go look for things that are wrong because your body's freaking out. Does that make sense? Because this is what I've gathered from it, but I don't know if that's actually what happens. <laughs> yeah, that actually, that was very well explained. So thank you, Marley. And like, just to be really clear, like our conscious mind or conscious mind that like makes us human is like, I understand the difference between financial stress and emotional stress and boyfriend stress. And like, I'm run, I need to run from danger stress, but in the body, like the body doesn't know the difference, right? It's the same chemicals that are released. So like when you eat something that's like not good for you, that you have an inflammatory reaction to, and like 
just so you know, I've done over 300 food intolerance tests with my clients and like, and every single one dairy and gluten are in there and the top intolerances. So like, you can't tell me that like, it's like, I mean, you might be that like 0.00001%, but in the hundred percent of the tests that I've done, dairy and gluten are in the top. So it's like pretty much everybody's, it has a reaction to it. And it's, it's not that they're essentially bad innately. It's what we've done to them and how we've mass produced them. That's made them so toxic for the body. So the brain does doesn't like the body doesn't know the difference between financial stress, emotional stress, what you're eating stress. So you're going to expose your body to a poison and your body's going to be like, holy shit, something's going on here. And the conscious brain is going to be like, oh my God, I need to be on high alert. I'm in danger. But what is that danger about? Well, it might be, I'm going to make up a story about work. I'm going to make up a story about my boyfriend. You're, you're totally right. I love that. The brain doesn't make you a liar, but it's like, you can't understand that it's really just coming from the gut microbes and, and inflammation in your body. So you're like picking things to make like feel anxious about. Yes. And I think a major thing with my anxiety is I'd be sitting there and I'm like, I feel so anxious, but nothing actually is around me that should make me anxious. You know, I feel like our brains go like, okay, I feel something like, what's the word? It's like, um, like in constant panic. That's what I would be like in constant panic, like the ball is about to drop and I have to be prepared because something, something really bad or something is like crazy is going to happen. But it's not actually the truth. It's be, and I would just be like sitting there being like, why is this happening? Like what's going on and looking for things that are like, but I'm like, no, I don't have anything really to be anxious about. And it was really hard to explain to my partner who doesn't struggle with anxiety. And I'm like, he'd be like, okay, well, what's wrong? I'm like, well, nothing's actually wrong, but I just feel like the, like the world's ending. And I never considered that maybe it was just what I was eating. Yeah. And maybe yeah, it just like, into my body. Totally. And I honestly, like it is kind of the barrel effect too. Like, I mean, it's, it's not just what you're eating. It's like a combination of shit. If you're somebody who's been through anything traumatic in your life, it's going to like, you're going to be more like more likely to develop anxious symptoms in the future. Right. So, but if we take out all the stuff that we can actually have control over, then like you're the likelihood of you developing anxiety is so much lower. So like, just do what you can. Right. Totally. And so for anyone listening that struggles with anxiety, I see you. I freaking love you. And also depression, like anxiety and depression. I notice personally, my symptoms get so much worse when I'm eating these things and drinking alcohol. Like that is for me, what really sets me off. And I think what's really interesting is like, I wouldn't eat gluten and dairy before because I'm like, oh, you know, it makes me bloated and I don't like feeling bloated. So I just wouldn't eat it. And then and then, you know, we healed my gut. So literally my gut is like a m- indestructible motherfucker now. And I can eat anything and not feel bloated. And it's the best. So then I was like, woohoo, burrata cheese, like pasta, you know, just doing eating all the things that I love. And I wouldn't feel bloated. I'm like, this is the best. But then my brain is like having a mental freak out. It's like, alert, alert, alert. And so what really I learned a lot from the cleanse was like, food affects my mood. And well, that rhymes. I definitely didn't just make that up, but, <laughs> but I never made that connection. Actually, I was only connecting food to my physical body and not my mental health. And the reason why I feel so passionate about sharing this is because it's something that I didn't consider. And there might be like majority of people that I talk to do struggle on a day to day with, if it's not like general anxiety, it's like stress or overwhelm or what it is, whatever it is. And like, the word that I was looking for was catastrophizing, like even just catastrophizing situations. And I want to like inspire you. And I want to just bring this to the surface of like, 
there could be a solution that you literally just cut out these things that aren't serving you and even just trying it for like a month or even just like a week <laughs> and see the change. Because I was actually talking to one of my clients the other day and we were talking about, you know, anxiety, stress and overwhelm because running a business is no fucking joke. Carrie, I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> and it's already like enough. So then to have like this piled on. And so we did, we're doing like a 21 day challenge together where it's like no gluten, no dairy, no alcohol, um, like morning meditation every single day and, and just seeing what is the difference that will make in her mental health. But I know it's going to be amazing. Um, so I challenge people listening, like if you're at a place where you're struggling right now, um, try using this method because, um, it's free. It's actually, you'll start feeling way better. And a month of your life is like not going to change anything for you. If you're like, I'm just going to miss my cheese and my omelet. Like, the omelet's not going anywhere. Just try it. And again, this is, I mean, Jordan, obviously, <laughs> Jordan, I can give like medical advice, <laughs> but I can't. But um, just from my personal experience, the feeling of not waking up with constant panic is worth not eating gluten and dairy every single freaking day. And then also on my weekends, not drinking just looks like having fun and like reading a book and like just choosing things that actually bring me joy. And then so on Monday, I don't feel like I don't have Sunday scaries. And on Monday, it's like, woohoo, start the, the week. It's like just such a different energy. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, okay, so that's just me doing a TED talk on that. Um, but I had some listener questions. So we're going to go over those now. So a question came in was like, can I do this on a budget? And how much does it cost? And this is the cleanse specifically that I did with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I've tried them all and like, I, I mean, this, this one is from the States and so it is, it's in us dollars and it's about 200 us dollars per month. Um, now it's a hundred percent worth it to do it once and then not really have to revisit. And so like, I know for some people that does feel like an investment, but if you are, if this is something, you know, you're struggling with, I would say don't purchase anything else, save up the money, like do what you can at home with like enemas and garlic and whatever, save up the money so that you can do it once and not have to like constantly do it again. Cause it's just, it's worth it. It just works. Yeah, of course. And Based off both of our experiences, like green face rash all over the body, I think it's pretty obvious how important it is to do an actual, like, legitimate, you know, pharmaceutical detox. And I was going to promote this at the end, but, like, obviously, this is why I did with Jordana. So we'll leave Jordana's details below how to contact her. And, you know, even a lot of my clients, I recommend this too. Like, when I work with people on business, if, if they're not feeling good in their body, and energetically that that will have an impact on your business as well like I didn't even go into that but my business like quadrupled over the time I was doing the cleanse and I really believe because like energetically I was letting a lot of shit go like pun intended <laughs> and then it was creating space for like new abundant things to come through um and also I feel like when you invest in something like this it also raises your self-worth of like I am worthy of feeling good in my body. I am worthy of feeling healthy. I'm worthy of loving my body. And that signals to the universe of like, damn, he or she is ready to go to the next level. Here's some rewards. Here's some great things for doing great things for your body. Um, and it will just raise your vibe like on every level. Um, I'm telling you, it feels really good not to be bloated every day. It's the best. <laughs> 
Um, so one question came in, I think this is more of a question for me, but was it difficult while traveling? And I, I wouldn't actually recommend, and Jordan, maybe you want to speak on this, but I actually wouldn't recommend doing it if you're actually like hopping around, like traveling in the sense of like new country, every place. I think it would be more beneficial to do kind of grounded somewhere. Um, would you agree or have you had clients doing it while traveling? Yeah. Typically when clients are going on a vacation, I just say, wait until you get back. Like also because, you know, like, like I said, you're going to, into different ecosystems. So like the potential of you picking up other parasites are possible. Like you want to minimize the amount of like exposure while you're doing the cleanse as well. Uh, so yeah, I would just say like, if you're somebody who lives like Marley, you live in Bali. So like, I mean, now you, you live there, it's not really a vacation, but like if you were to take like a weekend trip somewhere else, like Singapore or something, that's not that big of a deal. But if you're like constantly hopping, you don't have like a home base and you don't have all of like the amenities around you that you know you can utilize if you're having detox crisis, et cetera, um, then it's, it, I would just wait. Totally agree. I totally agree because I could have done it, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it. It would have felt stressful for me um, if I was like hopping around every couple of days. So I didn't find it difficult, but I wouldn't say I'm necessarily traveling. I just live abroad. <laughs> um and in Bali, it was super easy because the food here is very healthy and great. So it wasn't hard for me. And then um, someone asked, like, what part of the process had the biggest impact? And I think truly just sticking consistently to not eating gluten, dairy, and having someone hold me accountable for that, you know, because it's so easy to be like, at, you know, my favorite restaurant is like, oh, I'll just get the burrata pasta. But now I had a reason not to get it. <laughs> and just that, that honestly, and like, and by sticking to that, the repercussions were no more anxiety, feeling really great in my body, probably the best I've ever felt, to be honest. Um, and so that had a big impact for me. And just emotionally, it, it just the emotional transformation was the biggest for me, actually. Oh, and obviously my skin clearing, that was really great as well. Um, and then how to stay consistent was one. And what I want to say about this is I think working with you was so game changing because if ever I needed like a pep talk or if I was going through like what the fuck is coming out of me right now <laughs> I you were like a voice note away and I would have been really scared to do that without you not that the cleanse is scary but I have to say sometimes when you're when parasites are coming out it, it can actually be just a bit jarring and so it was and I remember telling you at the moment I'm like I don't know how people do this without a coach like going through it with them because <laughs> it's a bit traumatizing Absolutely. And when, when I was doing it too, I just felt so lost. Like I didn't have like somebody, cause most of the practitioners I've worked with have been like, Oh, like, you know, like bring it up in our next session. But like, if that's a month from now, like sometimes you just need help right then and there. So like with, with my other programs, um, Voxer is like a more of a VIP service, but with the detox program, like I will always offer that walkie talkie service because it is just so important to have um, clarification, just so you don't feel like you're like fucking dying. <laughs> like, like, and just so I could like reassure you, everything's okay. Absolutely. And also I did it with my partner, Max, and this was actually really game changing for me. And I, I want to be hesitant because I don't know, like if anyone's concerned doing it, if it's possible to do it with your partner, but if it is, if you can get them on board or just like a friend or anything, that was also really great because we could hold each other accountable and, you know, we didn't drink together. So we like had like, we, we could do things together on the weekend. Like it was just really nice to have someone doing it with me, I have to say. And we, we said that the whole time, like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that we could do this together because we're kind of like in it together, if that makes sense. So 
that was also really helped me, but I realized not everyone can have that, but if you can do it with your partner, um, it, I think it was actually a really nice, I think it bonded us for sure. Definitely doing enemas. It, it, it was all bonding. <laughs> it was all a bonding moment. Um, Okay, George. Well, thank you. Those are all the questions that we had. Thank you so much for coming on this today. I'm so excited for everyone to hear this and be inspired, you know, to go to the next level health-wise. So where can everyone find you and, you know, learn more about the detox if they want to or, or all the services that you have? Yeah. So, I mean, you can always head to my website. It's um, just the mindful full with two L's clinic.com. And then I'm really active on social media. So I'm just at the mindful clinic and um, yeah, those are probably my two main places. You can always email me Jordana at the mindful clinic.com. And then um, when you head to my website, there'll be information on the detox. And then just the processes with working with me would start with like filling out an application. And then we do a discovery call um, to make sure it's a good fit. And yeah. And then we just kind of go from there. Okay, amazing. And obviously, we'll leave that all linked below. Um, So thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful that I did this journey with you. Literally would have been able to do without you. So thank you for helping me heal my organs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Okay, love you so much. Thank you, everyone for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life hypnotherapy is the way it actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire so if you want this free money hypnosis all you have to do is leave us a review you know honest review how you're feeling about the show take a screenshot right away And then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all of their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use in manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah!